What's up? I'm here with my main man, Smushy, a.k.a. Rashad, a.k.a. I mean, a.k.a. Pay Me First Before I Gotta Come Get It. And um, we want you to subscribe to moremona.com. You can get extra content. Bonus. Loud, boy, loud. Extra content. Bonus videos. Bonus videos. Secrets. I'm telling all my business. Secrets all business. Talking about my baby dad like a dog, especially his father. Baby dad, just like my father. <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, um, here, take your snacks, babe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I just feel like... I really miss being able to really lock in with y'all and be, you know, be myself Personal. and, you know, let it get like, you know, a little closer and, you know, a little raw. And I have the ability to do that. Also, everybody that's in, don't run your mouth. You're going to ruin the fun. We got a discord. We on there for hours talking, voice chatting, video chatting. Um, you can get shout some more. Shout out to the discord. Shout out to the discord, man. You can get some behind the scenes stuff. But for the most part, y'all been asking for extra episodes a week. For as long as I started this podcast, and here's your opportunity. Bonus episodes, special guests, guests that I wouldn't have on a regular podcast. Um, you can definitely vote for your the, the specific people that you want, which mm-hmm. y'all say matters. If y'all really want such as on the pod, and I can't stand this person, I'm doing it for you. That's the sub episode. So, moremona.com, real simple, $5.99 a month, or you could pay for the year. Um at once, who knows? I don't know how much it costs. Just pay for it. You got it. Like, worst come to worst, cash up yourself from your boyfriend's phone and pay, and he'll pay for it. <laughs> um, it's a great Valentine's Day gift, right? You can get your girl a year subscription to her favorite podcast in the world. Oh, my God. Who's going to get a cock Huh? In the morning, right? You didn't even expect that. She woke you up with that um, but yeah, subscribe today, man. Don't wait. Don't take too long. I think we had our max with the founders, right? Okay, we might still have room for founders. Founders are the first 300 people that um, subscribe to the pod, and you just get your information first. You get dibs, first dibs on some things, and this podcast is going on tour. I repeat, this podcast is going on tour. That's me. That's Tom. That's Phelps. That's Gary. That's Vern. That's Zach. That's everybody. Okay? We might got pulled Dre out the woodwork. You hear me? <laughs> nah, but I love y'all, though. Mormona.com, real simple. Um, if you need any information, <clears throat> you can always email Breakbeat or email Tom Flies, and he can give you any information. But it's pretty simple, pretty easy to do on all apps, Spotify, Apple, blah, 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 blah. You can get your stuff. Um, and it's exclusive. So worst going to worst, just do it. Your besties, one of y'all pay for it, and then the other one just steal it. You know how we get down. I love you, black people. I'll see you next time. Mormona.com, Mormona.com. Pay for the year. Don't waste no time, girl. Podcast. We have a special episode today. We got a special person in the building. Of course, to my left, my guy, number one, Phelps Hugo. What's up, yo? Where's the round of a fucking applause? They, we, we, you. It ain't, it ain't nobody new in here. We used to each other. It's all good. Nah, fuck that. Every show I've done, we're still on tour. Definitely. I would say get you some tickets, but they're sold out. 
Um, next upcoming shows are Pittsburgh, Atlanta, and um, um, Chicago. Can I sell some backdoor Atlanta tickets? I feel I like. I feel like Chicago isn't sold out, but Atlanta most definitely is sold out. It is. If you're watching this thinking, well, I didn't even see you post it because I didn't. Niggas Google didn't figure it out and bought all the tickets, and I apologize about that. <laughs> I will be back. Um, we got something on the table for Houston, so Houston might be thrown in the mix for all the Dallas people. Yes, I am coming to Dallas. Um, my plan is so far, I did these first uh, six cities, seven cities. I want to come right back out with another 10 cities. That's when I'll be spinning back around to Baltimore. Um, Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. um, Dallas, Houston, Los Angeles, of course. I would love to hit the Bay as well, maybe Sacramento. Florida. Um, Florida is on the list. We want to come back to New York City. I realize those tickets went fast. I realize y'all didn't get a shot. We want to come back to Brooklyn, um, mm-hmm. South Jersey, North Jersey. Um, you might got to do a, um, Atlanta twice, too, because that was You might got to slide fast. back to Atlanta for sure. Also, this next leg of the tour, definitely working on better days. I had you. It's coming out on Mondays and Tuesdays. I appreciate y'all so much. I know it's out of pocket, but these people didn't know me. Um, y'all know, as y'all know, I teamed up with City Winery. Um, that's been a horrible experience. Um, probably shouldn't say it on camera, but fuck them, right? Um, so we definitely going to leave. You know, the City Winery vibe is over after the uh, Atlanta and Pittsburgh shows. But we're going to find some good venues for y'all to have a good time. We can meet up. Um, my favorite part of the tour, besides me going on stage, because I really, really enjoy doing stand-up, um, my favorite part for sure has been the meet and greets. Um, mm-hmm. Just talking to y'all, vibing with y'all. Some of y'all paid for meet and greets just to talk to me. Like, yo, fuck Absolutely. the picture. Um, you know, I just want to tell you this, this, and that. I met so many stand-up comics and small business owners that started their business <laughs> because I told them to. And that feels really, really good um, for me, you know, because if I could share anything with you, I would like to share that with you, that fear is the enemy. Fear will hold you down. I let you taste your dreams. You are no different than me or anybody else you see. You could do what you want to do. If you're from the ghetto, sometimes the ghetto puts a cap on what you can do, what you're able to do. So if not for nothing, let me be the person that um, gets you up off that couch. Because if I can do it, anybody can do it. I am not the girl that did sports or, um, you know, um, yearbook or whatever the fuck you mm. niggas was doing in school. Y'all thought y'all was better than me because y'all met up every day. Mm, Cats out the bag, you were better than me. Um, a lot of that organized stuff helps you with structure. It helps you with chasing your dreams as an older person. And I didn't do any of that stuff in school. I did step. When I went to Fitzpatrick, I was in step. <laughs> I'm a 90s kid, excuse me. Um, we did do stepping, um, but that's it. I played baseball when I first moved to the suburbs, and I remember I kissed the boy on the other team. Everybody on my team was so mad about it. <laughs> like, I couldn't wrap my head around, like, where's the big deal? I kissed Chaz on the lips. And he was it was the in the team. middle of like, the game or something, too? Yeah, we were working. We were in the middle of the thing. And I never get the ball, Phelps. One time I hit the ball, right? And I was so hyped because it went so far. And I'm haul-assing. Wrong way. Giving it my all. No, I'm going base to base, right? But then I'm like, by the time I get the third person, I'm like, why does anybody care? Because it went to the left. The ball was out. Oh, it was a foul ball type yeah, shit. Oh, you, but just because you hit the motherfucker, you I like. I took off. <laughs> I played for the Rebels. I, you know, I was the that. only girl on the team, me and another white girl. So you played baseball first. You didn't play softball. I, didn't, I never played softball. I played baseball. And they had you out there thugging. And they were so mad that I kissed the boys. Like, <laughs> big deal. Like, what the fuck? 
It was probably mad you ain't kiss one of them. It was celebratory. Like, I hit the ball earlier. Like, I, it didn't go the right way, but it could have. <laughs> and you knew the ball on the other team. I kind of knew him. Not really, but we was feeling each other in that moment. I just felt, do you feeling what I'm feeling? What? I almost did that to the wax lady the other day. It's been a while. I'm lonely. It's cold at night. Phelps don't spend a night like he used to. <laughs> this podcast is going to be super PG, psych. Um, it's a really special guy in the building. I want to introduce him to my fan base here. He's been on the show one time before, but he didn't care to talk to anybody or even look. I'm not even going to say his name. I'm just going to introduce him. Now I would like to introduce you to the most important person in my life. Welcome. This is Rashad I mean blank. I won't say his last name, but his middle name is I mean, and we call him Smush. Say hello, babe. Hello. That's the camera. Look in the camera. Um, would you like to say anything to the people? I got a great picture. No, oh, nothing. Oh, my God. Can you say what? Yes, you can. Stay black. <laughs> yeah, it's Swish. Um, it's Swish birthday, man. His birthday is on. When's your birthday? Look at that. I always speak up loud. I always get the good pics of you and the family. January 11th is your birthday. How old will you be? It's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I will be old. 10 years old. Are you excited? He's going to be nine, but all my kids lie bad. Um, oh, I was about to give you a 10. Uh, are you excited about your birthday? Well, he spun back around. Look, you saw me. Are you excited about your birthday? What do you want to do? I want to go to a company called Omega Mart. Where it is? It's in Los Very far. What's the other option? Other option, what was it? It's in Tennessee. (laughs) All of the options are ridiculous. And they said it's a lot of rats over at, there. Yeah, that is dirty. You've been in New York before, right? They said Paris is dirtier than New York. Ow! <laughs> Boy, I love you. That's my favorite child. You're not supposed to have favorites, but I do. <laughs> that's my favorite child. Like, come on. Oh, that's that was his exes. Smushes out. He's going through the cool boy thing. Um. Yeah. So it's Rashad's birthday. If y'all want to send him something, we are gonna drop the cash app. You already know. You. We are not too. Damn. I like that. Say it louder, babe. <laughs> he meant that. Smush said, "Please, please." He said, "Please send me something." <laughs> but no, we gonna enjoy my boy birthday, man. Um, he did see the tennis. He did see the Titanic exhibit with his father because his father's okay. Um, he said it sucked. He's his father stole my idea, but um. The Tennessee one is supposed to be the better one, so we thinking about going. I think the Tennessee one has the actual staircase. It's so crazy. So, so, so many of y'all pay so much good attention, and um, y'all are the ones that even brought it to my um, mind or my realm of thinking that there is a, 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 a Titanic exhibit. So um, I appreciate that, all y'all coming through like that. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a real staircase. The one in New York, it has like a, 
like a picture, yeah, it's a cardboard thing. Rashad wasn't pleased with the one in New York, so we might hit that one. The other one, the, what is it, Omega Mart? Omega Mart, I still don't know exactly what it is. No, babe, no, babe, you're not on mic. They can't hear you. So listen, the Omega Mart, from what I see online, is like a, like a pretend supermarket, mm-hmm. but everything that they sell is Omega or whatever. It looks really stupid, but you know, he wants Real to go. Real novelty, extreme Very type. novelty, okay. like kind of, and I think they got like a um, secret bar in there, but it's for kids. I don't know. Every real parent know, every black parent, when we have these birthday parties, you you go to the liquor store. Like your son be turning <laughs> two and it be gallons in Hennessy. Like that's just how we get down, man. Your birthday, my birthday, baby. You feel me? Um, he had a party a couple of years ago, and it was like Halloween themed or something themed. Because I remember he had a um a Frankenstein cake and really spooky donuts. I don't know. Rashad's into a lot of different things, but I love that about my son. Um, my son is not a big rap fan. He's not into a lot. What a lot of other boys are into, a lot of other kids are into, and I love the fact that okay, I love the fact that he's brave enough to say. Turn that new Celine Dion on, mom. Like his mom, his sister's a big rap fan. I'm a big rap fan, and he still has the heart in the middle of us rapping our hearts out, having a good time to say, play the music that I want to hear. Um, I I want to encourage that, and I want you to too. Stop calling your kids corny or weird mm-hmm. when they don't like the stuff you like. Recognize the fact that your kid has to be really brave to say in the middle of the family that I want to wear something different. I want to do something different. I know I told the story on the podcast before when Rashad and his sister came in the room to announce that he was gay. Um, He thought that he was gay because he liked bow ties. Mm -hmm. And that's funny as shit. But the bad part is that our kids are so programmed to like one thing. If you're a boy, you got to like blue. You got to like trucks. You got to like cars. And your kid might like interior design, you know. They might like um, spaceships or rocket ships, you know. I think you should encourage that. Encourage these kids to be themselves. And whenever you have a kid that's brave enough to stand out on their own, man, you got to really show them love for that, man. Because mm-hmm. these kids are followers. I notice a lot with my with my preteen that she just turned into a motherfucker I don't need. No. She's like a baby sexy red. <laughs> Fuck my baby dad. You ain't even got no kids. Sexy red is raising our children. And we're fucked. Child to sexy red. Shout out to Sexy Red. She For says, sure. She says she preaching black feminism. Fuck my baby dad. All right. Everybody been in my email and my text is going crazy, going off. Y'all want me to talk about Cat Williams, the OG, the legend. Um, I'm a fan of Cat Williams. Lil Mo came through a couple weeks ago. We went dumb viral, Mo. Um, Mo was giving it up on that motherfucking couch. Okay, baby. Um, Phelps was concerned for Mo. She said, he said, are you all right? Are you good? Um, but she was just running tape doing her thing. I love, I love when somebody comes and be in, in is themselves. Themselves, yeah. She was definitely herself the whole time. A big ball of energy. Well, a tiny ball of energy. Cause the girl's only this big. Her voice is this big. I think that's the only thing I forgot to do was to get her to sing. But she got that kind of voice that make you cry a little bit. And I damn sure wasn't in for that. Hello, this episode of the Don't Call Me White Girl podcast has been sponsored by Green Chef. Make this year's resolution a breeze. Build healthy habits the easy way in 2024 with nutritious recipes from the number one meal kit for clean eating. Let Green Chef take the work out of eating clean with chef-created 
chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. My personal favorite recipe at the moment is the garlic herb chicken mm, and sun-dried tomatoes. Oh, my God. I can't even exaggerate how good this was the other day. Oh, filled me right up. And I felt light after. You know, when you eat something healthy, it makes you feel better. With Green Chef, you can count on meals that are good for your taste buds, good for your body, and good for the planet. Go to greenchef.com slash 60DCMWG and use code 60DCMWG to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash 60DCMWG and use code 60DCMWG to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. But um, I love the episode, and while we chatted, she told me a couple things, you know, and I don't want to repeat what she said, but can't wait to think I'm funny, bitch. <laughs> and what I will say is, out of all the comics that were discussed on the show, Kevin Hart, Sexual Entertainer, Ricky Smiley, um, Steve Harvey, right? I don't know none of these dudes. I don't follow them dudes. I don't reach out to them dudes. I went to Cat Williams' page just to check it out. I went to the DM. I gave that nigga my phone number two years ago. Mm-hmm. And my first message was, I got to holla at you. Mm-hmm. And he liked it. So that's why I came back with the phone number. You know? Mm-hmm. Cat Williams is raw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I am a fan of Cat Williams. I like raw shit. I like the shit you're not supposed to say. You know? Me and Phelps had a great conversation about Paul Mooney. I'm a huge Paul Mooney fan. I was telling Phelps that I feel like Paul Mooney was introduced to a lot of um, the younger generation even, and older generation by David Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that, especially back then, writers were seen. And even still, it's like a debatable, do you know the writer? Are you supposed to know the writer? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and um, Paul Mooney, with him having just some small parts on David Chappelle, it went crazy and it caused a lot of interest in him. Mm-hmm. One thing about Paul that I knew was that you know, it wasn't a Paul Mooney show if at least five, ten motherfuckers ain't walk out from just pure yeah. disgust by what they hear and come out of his mouth mm-hmm. just being offended. And he enjoyed it. He was himself. Um, I love that about him. Huge Paul Mooney fan. Huge Richard Pryor fan. But that's what I like. Did I love um, did I love, you know, the Titanic jokes and um, a couple of the other jokes that Steve Harvey did at um, Kings of Comedy? Of course. Mm-hmm. Did I love uh, Cedric Entertainer? Not only did I like Cedric Entertainer's um, bit on um, Kings of Comedy, even though all of their bits is hard to, because Bernie just burned it down yeah. so bad. You know what I mean? Like, how do you even go up against or go up after or before a nigga like Bernie Mac? Um, but I like I like Cedric stuff too, you know? Um, as far as like me looking into those comics alone, like out of that, like just, just, just discuss the Kings of Comedy. Them, them four. The only people material that I would know or people I would say I never not seen a special would be, of course, Bernie Mac and D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley was real like. Yeah, he hadn't had nothing except that. Was this, he ain't even have a TV show yet. Back then? No. Yeah. When D.L. Hughley first came out. Comic View. And he was big on bitten on niggas. That was mm-hmm. his thing. He would eat you up if you sat in that front mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it's crazy because I used to get him confused and I also used to get Shucky Ducky Quack Quack confused. Remember, remember Shucky, Shucky Ducky, Ducky Quack Quack? quack. quack. Yeah, he used to but, wear the um, top hats. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, 
D.L. Hughley, what I loved about him is that I watched him grow. He was very handsome when he first came out. He's still handsome, but God damn it, that low cut, he could have got some of this cat. Um, smush my downstairs. I got to get it off while I can. <laughs> um, but um, D.L. Hughley, as he grew in his career, he would put in a lot of what was going on today. And I think that threw off some of his fan base, but the rest of us just, you know, followed along. Mm-hmm. I've never not saw a David, I mean, a D.L. Hughley um, special or anything he ever did that he put out like mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm a D.L. Hughley fan. And I like the fact that he's so intelligent. I'm here for a black man being so intelligent, mm-hmm. being so open and voicing his opinion. Um, but Steve Harvey and said they're just not my cup of tea as far as, you know, just, just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this game, this industry is, is rough. It's cutthroat. And it's not, you know, it's not for a female, really. It's a male dominated game and girls got to really kick the door in to even be let in. As far as me, when I first started doing anything, I did everything. Also sidebar, I decided to stop telling that story. I'm not telling that story again this year. I'm not explaining how I started and all. I'm not doing it because I said it enough. Bitch, look, Thank look you. for it. This motherfucker. <laughs> he was tired of hearing it, but I'm tired of saying it. Um, it's very inspiring though, and it motivates people, which I love. But you gotta Google it. I'm off that. I'm yeah, not talking about that shit no more. Because it's repetitive. Not, not, no other reason. That's not talking it. about it no more. Um, maybe if I do an interview and they want to know, but I doubt it. Um, Shay Shay, call me. Call me. <laughs> Big beautiful Shay Shay. <laughs> call me. So he married me. Stop playing. But no, he ain't um, married right now he out, unk outside. He don't got a. He got a white girlfriend be, or something. He be taking them. Biagoras. <laughs> um, but no, um, I forgot what I was going to say. So we can move on. Any whore. I was talking about uh, um, DL. I, yeah. And I was also, I was saying as far okay. So when I first came in the game, um, it was some legendary comics from Philadelphia. These dudes have been doing comedy since before I could drive, since before I was getting on the bus. And I reached out to some of them. I can recall distinctly one guy, every time I would tell him, and we were in a barbershop, we a barbershop, and every time I would tell him what I did, he would trump what I did with what he did. So I would mm-hmm. say, hey, I sold out the, um, I would say, hey, I went viral telling jokes. Like, I don't do skits. I just be telling jokes, and it goes viral. does really good. People really like it. Oh, that don't mean nothing. You got to do shows, because I do stand-up, and I sell out, da-da-da. Oh, well, I did do a stand-up show in Philadelphia. In the punchline, I sold it out. Legendary punchline. Oh, that don't mean nothing. So you could sell it out across the country because that's what I did. Oh, well, I have a show booked for da da da. And then he said, "Well, really, none of this comedy shit mean nothing until you do a movie." Because yeah, I've been yeah, in. He just kept moving the goalposts on you, and then it clicked. Okay, he don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like this is a waste of combo. And I kid you not. And take take heed if you at home and you in you in these industries, you in these different games because it don't matter if you in finance. You reach out to the finance guy and he flee you. The part that you need to remember is that that person doesn't fucking matter in your story. Yes, it would have been cool if they could have gave you some words of wisdom and they could have gave you a hug and told you what you do and mm-hmm. tell you what you. But that's not what holds on. We we in the land of gatekeep. Mm-hmm. The other day, I put a video up on TikTok and I mentioned beef bacon and I got a thousand comments and six hundred of them was what's beef bacon? Where do you get it? So I made a video showing beef bacon, listing where I got it. The third comment was stop telling them this shit. <laughs> Nigga try to gatekeep the beef bacon, Lord. 
But that's really the times we in. Motherfuckers yeah. really think I've always been somebody. You you talk to me one second, I can give you the game. That's just I'm a, I have to. It's just mm-hmm. a part of my DNA, my makeup. But most of these people aren't, um, and that's why I share some of these experiences with you because some of y'all. You know, sending messages and you crush and you want to quit photography because that photographer didn't talk back or you want to quit hair because their hairstylist didn't talk back. Like that's, it is what it is. And if you in these, if you're a woman and you in these male dominated games, these niggas are not only not going to talk to you or help you, they will go out their way to fucking crush you. If they can, especially in the game of men, I'm in comedy. This is male dominated. Mm-hmm. If I ask these niggas in this room right now, top three comics, top three female comics, y'all can't spit them out. Most men don't even think women are funny. Burns says some more. That's about it. I know a couple that I like. Fuck up. Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> um, Zach said Tata Sharice. Burns says favorite comic ever and the baddest bitch ever comic that looks like she has great pussy is mm-hmm. Don't Call Me Right Girl. And that's why Burns here. And he will be here next week and the week after. Phelps, the contrarian, says, I can name a couple. That's not the point. The point is, average men can't list their top favorite female, three female comics, and uh, average men don't think women are funny. You're not that guy. You enjoy women um, yeah. comedy. I will say, though, I don't... Um, top three, though, since you said it. My Let's top go. three? Top three females. Samora, Lunel. Uh, what's the other joint? Adele Given. Cat. Um, hey, serious. Cat. I don't know no new ones like that. I gotta get up. And it's so crazy. Besides Demona, I don't. I don't, I don't never count Demona in like my comedy rankings because it's like, why, babe? Huh? Why? Because you separate to me. You. I feel like when you come out, you are gonna have like a classic female stand up. Like no disrespect, like female comedians don't have their level of classic stand ups don't add up to the males. I feel like you about to change that. I I feel like if I do this right. That is gonna be legendary. Forty five minutes of me on my shit, it's over. Like no, dis- I feel like motherfuckers. I feel like if I get that forty five minute, when I get, it's important your words you use. When I get this forty five minutes or hour when. shot, right? And I'm talking about sweaty Demona, move around Demona, physical, be, yeah. because you know, for me, I don't always move when I do stand up, but when I'm moving, I'm on my shit. Like and, you, um, you about to, like when you go up there and perform for yes real, when, when perform, I get to moving around mm-hmm. and shit that's when I'm really on my shit and it's like me camera in front of me it's over and, it, and I, I mean it's over bro like and it's not a female thing it's gonna be one of the best comedy specials ever you like know who the what's the biggest fail, fail <laughs> female comedian right now what's her name uh, Sam J or I'm black black I would guess Biggest black say, in regards to what numbers? Biggest black female, yeah. Right numbers. Now. I would say I won't say Sam J. I just she got specials everywhere. I'm so sorry. I don't know who Sam J. That's is. the um. That's the uh. That's the lesbian chick with the low cut with the glasses. Oh, I follow her. her name not Sam. I thought it was Sam J. Mm-hmm, babe, I'm gonna what tell you her it? name right now. I follow My her. Bad. I like her too. I thought it was Sam. And J. guess what? Her specials that she's gotten on different networks, she shot them by herself, and she shifted them. The same plan that Real I had. Real independent, yeah. Yes. I'm going to get her name, though, because I like her. I enjoy her yeah. comedy, too, because um, she's not only British, she's also African. Oh, um, she's not from here? Oh, the person I'm talking about is British. So maybe we're talking no, about two different people. No, the I'm talking about, she's not British. So Google, because I'm talking about the British comic. Yeah, I'm talking about Gina, Gina Yashir. 
This is who I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about Sam. Oh, okay. The girl, she's new. Yeah. Yeah, she's a writer, too. Yeah, okay. Okay. He's talking about the girl that had a role in- She be um, on shows and stuff. But what's that big movie she was just in? And she plays like um oh, I don't know his gay bestie. It was like with a white dude, right? It was with a white boy. Um, it was pretty successful, too. Oh, yeah. She did the- um did the, the with, Lauren, with Lauren, Lauren London. London. I forget. The fucking- I think that's what introduced a lot of people to her. Yeah, I knew. I got to know of her right before that when she, she did I'm the, so sorry. Sam J is funny as fuck. That's, Jay, my yeah. that's my bad. That's my bad. Fuck with Sam J. I'm also bad with names because I watched a Netflix special about three years ago. And Tiffany Haddish put together a list of her favorite female black 20 comedians, and they were funny as fuck. Mm. It was a um, trans comedian, no, a drag comedian on there. She was funny as shit. I was following her, harassing her. She wasn't being nice to me on the internet, so I won't <laughs> I won't even say the bitch name, bitch, because you was being real funny acting. And on live, when I speak to you, you never speak back. But that's how a lot of these people are. They're just like cold, kind of. Um, I enjoy Miss Pat. I think Miss Pat is really funny. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a... Puerto Rican girl on there that I really liked and I just don't know her name. It was a black girl on there. Also, I like the one that's a Wayans. I don't know her. She, she, I know you. So she don't look like a Wayans though. She like she look like a Wayans to me. Nah, she got light eyes. I yeah, don't, I don't want to say it because, it, but you, yeah, yeah. With the braids. She's, and she's not a brother or sister. She's like a cousin. And she be smoking on stage and shit, right? Um, I never seen her smoke. I seen her do Netflix stuff and they don't play her. No, never. I never seen her that. She talks about beating alcoholism and having like a problem drinking or whatever. Um, But she funny as shit. She just, just talking about being on tour with her family and having the ball and dropping it. Um, Yeah, I know you're talking about. But yeah, she's related to them niggas. Um, And it's funny because in her set, she's like, everybody assumes that you so rich when you're away and she like, I'm a cousin. Like, it ain't there. Shantae. Her name's Shantae yeah. Williams. Yeah, she's funny as fuck. Um, but yeah, you know, we in a male-dominated game, especially when the game, some people think that we can't be funny. That's not even possible. So, um, but yeah, growing up, just a lot of stuff, people like, I wasn't like a huge Monique fan. I wasn't really a huge, um, like, even, I think out of all the comics growing up, some more probably was one of the only, Smush, shut up. You too loud, babe. Okay? So scared of him. But tell him to keep it down. Um, he's my baby. I don't even like discipline him, which is so bad for him. <laughs> but um, I've seen. What was I talking about? Comedians, um, uh, Monique some more. Yeah, wasn't big Monique fan. I hate you, skinny bitches. Then she turned skinny. It wasn't fair. Um, I love some more. Some just a beautiful yeah. bitch with beautiful skin. Just a bad bitch. Like yeah, I, I just love her whole too. swag. She's still good as a motherfucker standing up there. Yeah, she still do. She's mm-hmm. really a nice looking bitch. But um, yeah, Adele made me laugh. But it's, you know when you growing up and when you a kid, them jokes don't even hit the same. Watch y'all at home. Watch some of that Def Comedy Jam shit you were sneaking and yeah, watching as a ten year old. Watch it now and see how it hit. And it's crazy because the big joke back then was all they did was curse. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, what's up? Suck my dick. Because it went from people, nobody did that to everybody's doing it or whatever, but whatever. Y'all already know my top five did or alive. I'm I'm Paul Mooney, Richard Pryor, David Chappelle, um, Chris Rock is still there. I love Chris Rock. I've never not seen one of his specials. Um, and Cat Williams is up there. Cat Williams is pretty up there for me. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to keep up with him because he tours so much. He getting around. So I, I will say to add to his legend, right? Um, I think I might have told this story. 
to when um when Kevin Hart did his first like kind of big tour and it was in Philly, I went to see it. I was a junior in high school, so I was sixteen. So this is two thousand five, right? So Kevin Hart um, I'm trying to think what set was he was he running with back the, the, then? Because the, his first first join 2007 or six. It was it's, it's that's the one. No, but Gucci st- sneaks, low stop. Gucci sneaks. Yeah, but started. Oh, you seen it live? Aline okay, live. never mind. Started, Go ahead. No, so the, the special that Kevin Hart dropped it started before that. It started. Of yeah, so I seen it when it was touring. So it was 2005, and uh, the the, the I still got the shirt. Is this when he does the ostrich joke? I don't remember. I'm gonna just tell you what he was called. at the time. He was running the "I'm a grown little man" thing. So I don't know if that was the tour or if that was just his slogan. That's just the merch I got that I remember. But it was crazy because it was the Kevin Hart open up tour. He got the first big joint. It's at the Leah Core. He already outside of the, the little joints now. So when he go on to perform, when he done, they like, all right, for your next comedian. We like, next comedian? Because you know, a lot of times at comedy shows, you don't know when they going to end. So we like, next comedian? It had already been a couple people before. So then they start to, you know, they start listing the accolades of the next comedian coming up in the crowd. We all sitting there. We, you know, it's Philly. You, it better be, the special guest better be crazy. You feel me? We like, and they was like, all right, now to bring out Cat Williams. And we all sitting there quiet. We don't, nobody know who Cat Williams is in 2005. And they was like, you also know him as Money Mike. And then the whole crowd stood. We only knew him as Money Mike still. And then he came out and murdered. It was like, oh, like we didn't know he was a stand-up comedian. We only knew him for pimping, pimping. And then he came out unknown for 45 minutes and smashed it. it. It's crazy, though, because. And disappeared after that. He was on that that Comic View vibe. Like you could catch those Mm -hmm. before the Money Mike dude come out where he's kind of doing Money Mike. He got the long hair. Um, he, like his teeth were different, like everything about him was different or whatever, as far as like what he looks like now or like what you seen after he did the movie. But mm-hmm. he just, he just what I consider raw, like, and you don't get that a lot. Like when I think about Steve Harvey and all of them, if you want to compare, they're very polished, very Christian, very God-based. Like, me nah, Cat, Bob, Cat Williams always gave me the vibe like we might bump into each other in bookings. And I like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Cat Williams always gave me the vibe like he the nigga that, yo, you get stuck at the rental car place and everybody's stuck because the computers are down, but he got everybody cracking the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of funny that always don't make it, you know. That's the funny that makes y'all think y'all could do what you see me yeah. do. I'm funny like you. I could do that. No, you can't, bitch. It's a total thing. Different thing from you making your peers laugh, you making somebody chuckle at the office versus a room full of 300 Negroes mm-hmm. that are sauced up, that paid to see you make them make laugh. Make me laugh. That's yeah. a different type of vibe. Make me laugh is way different than somebody just standing there. Yeah, I like what I do, but it's, um, you know, it ain't for everybody. And the damn strain for the week is a rough it's a rough joint, man. But, um, you know, I don't know. I didn't catch the whole interview because my ADD won't allow it. But the pieces that I did catch, I enjoyed. But I'll say to y'all, because y'all always, I want to know what you think. I want you to think. Okay? And if it sounds like some bullshit, probably what it is, mama. Okay? I don't think you could take anything anybody say for full, like, this is yeah. what it is and I'm a truck. No. Not even your father. And and nowadays, I don't trust nothing my father say. Nowadays, the internet is a great barometer for any questions you got. If you want to know if it's good, put that motherfucker on the internet. Stop asking people. You're going to get all the feedback you need right there. 
I'm pretty sure you ain't walk down the street and say, hey, y'all think I'm funny? You took your ass on the internet and found out you was funny. But Not when, like that, but you know what I'm saying. No, like, totally understand. To the strangers. Yes, like that, yeah. understand. I was just confused on how we got there because what I was saying was, as far as the validity of what he's saying, he's telling you this, 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 this happened. And some of it sounds like, what the fuck? So don't come to me asking me what I think. Yeah. Bitch, I want you to think. Yeah. Every time somebody gave you a piece of information, you need to be attacking it. That's how I've always been. And it didn't help me a lot. It harmed me because my mom would be talking to me, telling me some serious good information. In the back of my mind, I would think, how the fuck do you know? (laughs) Cat. Like, I never believed nothing nobody told me. I came up like Mm -hmm. that, and I'm still like that. Mm -hmm. I barely trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't trust none of you oh, motherfuckers. Oh, you saying the validity of, or to the stuff yeah, that Yeah, that's what we was talking about. Yeah, we was talking about because he's saying a definite things. Yeah, like he said some and shit. And it's truth to some shit and then to other shit is like, come on, we know that ain't. What out of the whole interview, what stuck out to you the most or what rocked you the most or what gave you the most? Like, whoa, what was the thing that really like? Um, so remember I told you before we started talking, the clips kind of had me like, oh, I was, I was like ready to be amped up to see it. And then as I watched the interview, I'm like, this not as bad as people making it think because in the interview, he repeatedly says it's competition. So once a nigga say it's competition or if it's war or if it's me versus you, I'm going to start lying. I'm going to do shit to make you look bad, make me look better. <laughs> I'm I'm going to mix the facts in with the fiction to, to, to create this whole thing. Now, Cat Williams, he is very smart. So, of course, he could say a lot of shit with conviction. Mm-hmm. It's going to be up to you, like you said, to do your research. Because some of that shit is real. Even some of the, the eyebrows and shit is raising. The eyebrow raising things are real. But um, I wasn't that moved by it because once he said, it was like, I'm, you know, everybody, I'm cool with, I'm cool with, but I'm against these niggas. I'm trying to You be, straight look at it like that's yeah, where he coming like from. Yeah, like that's, you know, I'm a battle rap nigga. So, it's like, when I, if, I'm, if I'm going against you. Then nigga, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stab I'm a I'm a stab you in the back because I'm going against you. You Did feel you me? Did you see Ricky Smiley crying online, sobbing? Nah, I didn't see that. There's a video of Ricky Smiley sobbing online after um, that. Mm-hmm. Grown ass man. I saw his his people in the comments saying it's fucked up. This blog posted this because he's you know he lost his son recently. Oh yeah, because Cat did say uh, you on here talking and your son just died. What? Yeah, Cat said that. Damn, I didn't know that. he said but that. But he, he didn't put emphasis on it, but he said it. He was like, yeah, you up here talking about me, your son died, da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, his first, Ricky Smiley's first response was, I don't want to do that with you. I love you. We praying for you, da, 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 da. That is bullshit. It's, yeah. It takes a certain type of person to be there in, them, in, their, in their lives mm-hmm. that when they get information like that, that they're automatically, their, their first response is, I'm going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of motherfuckers ain't there, but everybody is selling that they're there. Mm-hmm. Everybody is selling that when they when they, and that's why I'm so open with fuck you, fuck your children, fuck your mom and them. Mm-hmm. Hey, New Year's just happened. Don't let that be the catalyst, and then you can call me. It's still fuck you, bitch. Yeah, I wish you nothing no, but no the bullshit. worst. I don't wish you the best. I hope everything you touch turns to shit. Fuck you, and, bitch. And listen, y'all. Fuck you, they, bitch. They kind of are making him right because didn't he say they all a team and that everybody got the same reaction to him? <laughs> you feel? So it's like. I mean, <laughs> I don't know because Cedric's reaction wasn't like that. Cedric, and they caught Cedric on like the side of a um of a event. He all dressed up. And he said, look, I am who I am, man. Like ain't nobody can't take nothing from me by some words, mm-hmm. you know. He, he called him a liar. You know, yeah. I know what I know. You know, the facts is whatever, but. 
And um, Kevin Hart responded with basically like, it's not true and what's wrong with you type of vibe. It's funny. Did you hear what he said about Michael Blackston? Yeah. You, yeah. Was I, that cat? I, I, ain't, I ain't, listen, I... D- I wanted to say that ain't the, you know feel me? That ain't the first time that done been said, or you feel me? Check out the sub episode and we'll dwell <laughs> more into that. We'll talk more into in, about that. Can somebody write that down on the sub episode? Let's really the get sub, into what they, Kat said. If, if, if a motherfucker. That's the benefit <laughs> of the subscription. And I hope y'all don't fuck it up. Because the moment that what we talk about in these subscription episodes or in these discord or whatever, yeah. it's over. Just like these stand-up shows. Shout out to Philadelphia. Y'all did a great job of not filming me. Gary tried to film me and he put the goddamn wig on my hand. They tried to slam that nigga on the ground. They don't know Gary could fight for real. He's from Chester. <laughs> They told Gary, put the motherfucking phone down like Gary ain't come for me. Gary was taping for me, and they shut it down. Boston still filmed, and uh, Manhattan filmed real bad. If y'all post these clips of my stand-up, or if you start running your fucking mouth, you're just fucking the show up. Y'all know how I am. That's how we got here. Mm -hmm. Y'all know I say what the fuck I want, but I cannot say what I want in every instance. So if I come to your city and I'm doing stand-up, cut that phone off enjoy this motherfucking show. Trust me, you're not going to, the clip that you get, you're not even going to enjoy it like you will if you watch me land exactly. and let me talk my shit. I talk fast. I know how I am. If you blink fast, you're going to miss it. And I'm if you even, go to the bathroom, you're going to miss it. And shout out to you bitches, two bitches, three bitches and one man in Boston. Y'all sat outside that show and talked about me and Phelps like a dog. In fact, you call Phelps a crusty clown. <laughs> and just like Derek said, Phelps dress mad nice. I don't know how, what they mean by that. Phelps is a lot of things. But crusty and dusty and clown, not him. Okay? <laughs> but y'all talked about us like a fucking dog in front of a friend that I think I became his friend in 2005. You lucky you, you ain't pop. Yeah, <laughs> no boy. You lucky that nigga ain't called off and say, what the fuck you say about my friend? That motherfucker drove five hours to see his friend tell jokes. The same friend that he was talking to on jail phones. Niggas is proud of me. And y'all out front that show talking dirty. Mind you. He was smoking a good weed that night. They lucky. Come, listen. <laughs> and I'm telling secrets at these shows. I'm really telling my motherfucking business That's on these shows. That's what I was going to say. You're not bad mouthing nobody, but you talking about good stuff. Come man. on, yeah. bro. So it's like, but that's niggas, you know? It's like y'all sit out front of the show and talk about me like a fucking dog. Said, this all the guy kept saying, but no, y'all not listening. She hasn't been fucked. She hasn't been fucked. She needs to be fucked. And here go the girl. No, she fucking that little nigga too much. His crusty ass. <laughs> Called that motherfucker my baby father and called him Krusty the Clown. You bitches. I remember what the fuck you look like and I got a video. We're going to put it in the sub episode. Y'all should be ashamed. I I got a video. And this is the thing. I know Phelps think your vest is crusty because you had on a fur vest and it ain't fur. It's cat. You got on cat fur. You dirty bitch you. Can't wait. Yeah. Raggedy ass ponytail. You walking with a nigga I can't tell if it's your father or your man. <laughs> you only with him because you didn't did it to everybody your age. You dirty ass bitch. I got something for y'all. You could talk about me, but if you talk about that nigga Thelps where I draw the line. <laughs> you care more than I care. That's the big I crusty the clown like oh, oh, oh. Thelps iron his shit. Thelps <laughs> iron, nigga. And every show I go to, they like, burn. Fouls, where fouls, where fouls? I put that they gonna say, ah! Those won't even speak. Those giving this. I ain't getting paid. I'm just. <laughs> I came in, I, I ain't nobody paying me for shit. 
I don't want to. I appreciate wanna... y'all uh, love and supporting always. I'm not a stand up comedian, no, unfortunately. Cash app him. He said, I ain't job. time. He don't give a fuck how much y'all want to see him. He ain't coming. <laughs> I came to smoke this blunt and watch my girl tell a couple jokes. And shout out to the other comedians. Y'all doing y'all thing. Clap fuck you, niggas. Fuck y'all. Y'all better fucking. Y'all better, me? yeah. Um, anyway, so, um, sound like Rashad down there fighting a ghost, so I need to wrap this shit up. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. Real quick, it was a guy that jumped on a judge. He got sentenced. Hilarious. He, he jumped. That clip was crazy. Shout out to him. <laughs> Motivation. That's like, now, he, <coughs> remember how they had the, um, the glass up for COVID? The COVID glass is coming back up. Shout out to my man. This is what I would say. Of course, it's horrible. When you watch the video, you could see him punching her. Like, I hope the judge is safe. I hope she's okay. It's terrible. They did a horrible job at protecting her. She, you are just physically metrics. You are literally higher up yeah, than other humans. Though. The fact that this nigga got bunnies to that point that he can Michael Jordan fly this way in eight pieces, this bitch. That is more, that is a little small side of a bigger problem. Them bailers are pieces of shit. Every one of them need to lose their fucking job because this nigga slammed don't and was able to six piece this bitch. He flew in the air like most black men can and then like get, he is and then, then you know, black people, we still in the comments. Yo. They beat him after. Girl, you so fucking ain't kill the motherfucker. Yeah. He 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 took that beat, and that was cool. That was it was worth it. It was worth it. I have a friend. I have a friend I'm close to. And years ago, she was in a situation court wise, and I think she was on probation, violated probation. And they were doing her dirty. They were just being ridiculous. It was all illegal bullshit. Y'all know a little bit about how fucked up the court system is. I know for a fact, Vern knowing, you know. And um, no shade, bro. And he ain't had no crazy. And you ain't got. I know for a fact, Burn, no. That motherfucker fell in. You know, that nigga been up state. You know, Burn, know about them crackers. You know, Burn, know about them pigs. I'm sorry, Burn. Fuck that. The nigga, but, the nigga don't. If you understand, like, physics, then you don't got that much of a running start from where you. From I where think you, that's the girl that beat me up. Who? See her right there in this black. Right there? Mm-hmm. No. Let's go get the bitch. Fuck that. Cut the show. Come on, sit down. We can. <laughs> That's my nigga. That's my nigga. We just stop that bitch out. These these motherfucking hands is uh bisexual. You heard me. Um, a, lot of, a lot of human beings is is like larger than me. So like, bro, from a self defense aspect, I don't care if it's legal or not. Bro, these niggas myself. don't know us so bad. Derek went viral beating bitches up in front of the club. <laughs> I probably can't tell this story. This should be a sub episode too. Derek go viral beating bitches up at the club. Derek at the club with his little bitch. His little bitch get into a tussle. She ain't on the winning side. It looked rough for the bitch. And they, I ain't saying she was winning or losing, but she was on the bottom of the boot. And the boot owner was at the top of the boot. And I ain't... I and Derek ain't... went over there and took that boot on her like this. He took that boot on her from here. And then after her, he handled three other... Every bitch that kicked on his bitch when she hit the ground, he got them all, tagging them out. So, of course, it go they area viral. I ain't gonna mention the area just to not, you know... They, it go they air viral, so you know, fresh early Monday morning. I got emails and DMs. How do you feel? Send me the video. How do you feel about having a woman beater on your podcast? Another one said, "Mona, I just had to let you know because I know you're not with them shit like this. So you know, we can wrap it up, and he don't got to come back on." I wrote back, "If I was there, we would have fucked y'all." <laughs> if I was there that day. Why? We would have been take hill towing on your motherfucking head, bitch. It's, you ever see the kid in play? 
That's what we really did on your body. It's like on the ground. You you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Because he wouldn't have helped her, he'd have been a bum and a bitch, right? You not you want your man. So it's like you you that that same woman you out there talking shit. Three four bitches come punch you. You want your man to just stand there and be a man in that point. I wish a nigga would let me get my ass whipped like that. I expect you motherfuckers to help. If sick bitches running here right now, everybody better get mixy. Yeah, you I want to hear some feet on the ground. You got them to. Jordans better have a scuff or I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> That's the ghetto rules. When you rumble and your man don't rumble, ain't y'all supposed to beat him up? Come on now. I've never put my hands on a female, but I've never let my friends just fight and I ain't I ain't mixing. I ain't doing something. Listen, Phelps you feel gonna be me the first one. That, um, y'all can think what y'all want about Phelps. <laughs> Crusty, dusty, clean, d- nice, ignorant, contrarian, disabled, motherfucking disagree with everything. Put your motherfucking hands on me while you with him, while I'm with that nigga. You see where he at. I think I think Y'all let's see. Time two. Try me. That's that's try what, me while I'm with one of them. That's why the, a lot of my uh a lot of niggas fuck with me too. Cause it's like once motherfuckers see you too, like, oh, you gonna defend yourself, I got you. Like you're not out here bitching and I'll rock with you. Bro, you it's not happening. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, um, but you know, yeah, we can answer, you. answer that in the comments. If you're a End woman and some kind of way you get into some physical altercation and you're getting jumped, what do you expect of your boyfriend? You expect him to break it up? Do you expect him to cold crack bitches like Derek did? Or do you expect him to just, you know, stop, stop it. Get off of her. Stop. I just seen these bitches fighting on tw- Twitter, right? And um, it's about six bitches trying to fight a girl, but she's like in the door jam of her car, like standing there. Her mother gets in between them. Look, it's upsetting. Gets in between them. Basically holds her daughter like this while these bitches just uppercutting her. So here goes her daughter. The way I would have never spoke to my mother again. I bitch, you don't like me. Because I look like my father. This was wrong. And the mom is giving, stop, my baby. Bitch, move. Let me get in this car so I can run these bitches over. Y'all don't know me like that. What? I want to tell this other story, but I'm going to bite my tongue. Anyway, um, so yeah, definitely subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the bonus episodes. I'm going to really get into the Cat Williams conversation. Um, uh, I said what I said about Derek or whatever. Maybe I could drop the visual for that. That would be fun. Oh, and um, uh, oh, oh, yeah, the judge. Back to the judge. Listen. Oh, yeah. I, um... When it comes to the judge, right, I um, I have a friend. This is the story I was telling. I have a friend, and she had did, like, a violation of probation or something, right, Vern? Listen to what I'm saying, Vern. So she got a violation for some bullshit. Don't make no sense. This girl don't get high. This girl don't do nothing. Um, whatever her lane was, I, she didn't catch another case. I think she used to take stuff or whatever. So she in front of the judge. The judge is a known nasty person. He's being nasty with her. They start getting it back and forth. At some point, she says, you're not God. Like, bro, you keep. Like saying stuff won't let me respond. You keep telling me to shut up or whatever. He tells her, say another word, you're gonna get you gonna get consistent court, I'm gonna give you 30 days on you. That bitch said, like I said, you're not God. He gave her 30. They kept going. Guess how many months she ended up with? I think nine. She got nine months. That's how many times she went. And and he had to just give up. Because at a certain point, it's not gonna make sense on the paperwork. And it's like, what you're not better than me. When you in court, you gotta say your honor, which is crazy. Which is crazy when you think about it. This motherfucker got your future in their hands and you supposed to your honor plead. Come on. And that's the thing. And I'm not and I'm not taking his side or nothing. You feel me? All I'm saying is is they talk a lot of shit. 
They talk a lot of shit. She requested to still do the court date. Like, she made it a known thing. Like, I do not want to run from this. I'm going to sentence them. But he got 19 months. Now, I don't know if he got 19 months on his case or was that additional, but that's sweet. Because in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, he would have got five years at least. Oh, he that's got a 30, five piece. But I don't know if the 19 months is just his... But listen, you don't know if that's additional, yeah. I don't know if that's just his sentencing for that case. But one thing, if you watch that clip, she says some crazy shit to him. She makes a joke. And I just feel like out of all the jobs you have, when you could be witty, that's, that's not the time. That's not the one. And I'm not excusing what he did. I'm just saying. He, she's being sarcastic while she's sitting to him. That's why she ended up getting that Michael Jordan kick to her motherfucking head. <laughs> bitch, stop playing with me, bitch. Yeah, why judges always, like, Bro. not now is not the, judges, police officers is like, now is not, unless you about to let me off, unless you let me walk away and you joked about it and that, nigga, no. Bro, you I penalize. Judge, huh? I had a judge tell me to my face. I'm the reason why his grandkids can't go to the park and play. Your Honor, I'm selling crack. What the fuck is you talking Word. about? I got crack, my nigga. That's it. People don't even smoke crack at the playground no more. That's played out. Like, what are you talking about? I remember one time a judge asked me, aren't you going to apologize? For, no, for nigga. what? I'm, you're not letting me off the hook. What I'm sorry that I had to meet you today. You feel me? That, that's what I said. I said, I'm sorry about the beer. I'm sorry that you're in my life. <laughs> um. Shit, I had a family court judge. Her head was so far up her ass. In the middle of our case, she says, you're not allowed to speak about me publicly. Bitch, I don't know your name. Ask me her name right now. You don't know it. I don't know this bitch name. Like, you're just a family court judge, bitch. I can't mention your fucking name because you don't fucking matter to me, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. She, you was already a little bit lit. By then. I was lit, yeah. I wasn't like dumb lit, but she knew who I was, bitch. You don't say my name. How about that, bitch? <laughs> Weird, right? So, um, basically... Um, real quick, you know, that shit, that whole system is fucked up. Dude, if you got some time on your hands, Google, it was this guy that went to court from jail. When you go to jail and you're living there for a while, when you go to jail or whatever, from there, um, you still got to go to court. So if you're in jail and you get in trouble, your punishment is usually the whole or additional time, whether it's in the hole or in the prison. It's this guy that was getting sentenced, um, sentenced. I don't know if he was getting sentenced or was he just there to complain, but he ends up calling, cussing the judge the fuck out. If you want to find a video, Google is it my favorite sentence in his cuss out. You ain't no judge. You just a bitch in a robe. Yo, this picture crazy. Google that. Google, you ain't no judge. You, you just a bitch in a robe. Look at this. You ain't no judge. You just a bitch in a robe. What? Oh, um, yeah, Zach just said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what happened. His name, the legend name is Michael Gaines. Um, the video is legendary, and he cusses this bitch the fuck out the whole time. Have you ever seen it? Or are you still on a, what were you talking about five minutes ago? Fuck that. I want you to see this. Have you ever seen this? We talked about it a lot, so I think I might have already showed you before. Um, can you see it a little bit? How it looks, the room look. You never seen that where he cussed the judge out real oh, bad? Yeah, that's a good joint. That. That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my man's. He went crazy on it. Yeah. You ain't a judge. 
You just a bitch in the road. You ain't better than me. They beat they beat Willis. They beat Willis. Yeah, he I kept talking that. about yeah, other inmates. I that, they yo. beat Willis so he couldn't breathe or walk. You care about that bitch? You care about that bitch? Oh, what you mean, call her your honor? She ain't no judge. She just a bitch in the road. Loved it. Every minute of it. So yeah, free the jails. Y'all don't know how that shit feel. Just know that. If you know this motherfucker got hands on your whole future and you still cussing her the fuck out or trying to leap on her, imagine what the fuck is going on exactly. in that courtroom. It's a lot of bullshit going on and there's a lot of innocent motherfuckers or niggas that are in jail for um, crimes they didn't even fucking commit. So fuck that shit. Free the jails. Did y'all see Dean talk about Meek Mills? We're going to talk about that on the sub episode too. Dean is a dream chaser. Okay, um, I know who that is. Who, Dean? No, I said, I know who that is. Yeah, Dean um, told a story. Dean said that when they were in um, Miami shopping, her and um, Meek and Nikki were arguing. And the reason why they were arguing was Meek only had 2000 on him. And um, whatever his tab was, he wanted Nikki to give him the money. She was like, nigga, go get your money. It's right in the hotel. So they debated about that. They got real heated. They called each other names. That went viral that they were fighting in Miami. I remember, I remember that. that in the store. Yeah, but the story, yeah. what Dean says is Meek spits on her. He starts to spit on her. Then he tell, Then he claims that he cussed them out. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They start going about their day doing jet skis or doing dirt bike riding or whatever in Miami. Meek not riding because he keep typing furiously on his phone. But those were the original tweets when he started going at Drake. What Dean is saying is the only reason why he went at Drake was because he was just mad with the Nikki situation. He was very insecure with their relationship. He claims the whole Drake B had nothing to do with writers or none of that. It was about his bitch. He said he would get on Nikki about what she wore around the house. He, she, he thought that men was looking oh, at his bitch. they not cool no more. No, it's war. Meek posted Dean with a snake emoji and called him a snake. So Dean went live. You seen that? Dean, that's, this is all Philly gossip, so it might not matter to oh, you out-of-towners, wow. but it was a big deal. I, I saw a lot of people that. talking that's shit right. about Dean and saying, you know, why is he exposing shit? But I'm going to tell you one thing. One thing I heard Dean say that made perfect sense to me is that, um, look, he's still posting about him. I cut the grass just for you. He's calling Dean a snake. One thing for sure is that when somebody, you got a famous friend, a, a rich friend or whatever, and they have a way bigger platform than you, right? Mm -hmm. The things that they say about you matter. He said, he's been going around saying I robbed him for a while. I was always his friend or the friend people fuck with. He said, in all, a lot of facets of my life, nobody fucks with me because I'm the friend that robbed me. Yeah. I'm the guy he must be talking about. If you a Meek Mills fan, you know the first friend he started going on was the other nigga. The, yeah, Remember? Nigga from, yeah, uh, a lot of motherfuckers just blending that shit together. You know? I forget. I remember, yeah, you remember? back in the days. Yeah, mm -hmm. so um, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, like trying to defend yourself in a certain way because yeah. for the most part, when everybody act all uptight, when you walk in the room, you can't defend yourself then because the, the damage is always done. And I feel like it sucks to be a black man because y'all damned if y'all do, if y'all don't. If you don't say nothing, it must be true what they're saying about you. If you do say nothing, you a bitch and you soft. Then with live and, and, you know, ran tape, you know? I mean, you and, know, and it's like mm, it's rough. I'm, I'm at this point. I'm out here. I'm a part of this world. This is how I earn and make my living. You trying to cut my water off? Like we not about to do that. And that's exactly what you Dean said. Dean said y'all wouldn't understand because it didn't happen to y'all, yeah. and y'all wasn't having everybody act strange to y'all, and, and you know, and be weird or whatever. Um, the Epstein list is out. I think a lot of strange shit is happening. The Epstein list dropped, and the next day, a fucking alien pop up in the mall in Miami. Like it's just blatant. Chris Chris Tucker's on that list. Chris Tucker visited yeah, Epstein been, been Island. Him. They also have a bit where he's talking about him traveling with, with the Clintons Bill Clinton and, and going to places. Yeah. Um. 
at the end of the day, the list is public, and you niggas still ain't going to read it. So, I don't it's, know. It's crazy with the Chris Tucker thing, too. The thing that's crazy about it with Chris Tucker is we all was like, what happened to him? Why he changed? What? We all was thinking it was the whole, some. it, it seemed like it was deeper than church now. Word. What did, <laughs> what did he see? What did he experience? Because we thought, mind you, Cat just said it as well. Because even even when Mace got on some church shit, Mace still came. We was like, oh, this Mace. Mace just down there getting money. You feel me? It was like some niggas with their church shit. It's like, oh, you ain't. You feel me? Mace ain't stopped cussing. Mace just stopped rapping for a little while. <laughs> a lot of people were stuck on. What's the guy with the fucked up ass mouth? He like a piranha. Not Ebert. What's the guy? He's on the Epstein list. I think he's a film critic. And he's like a paraplegic. He's a paraplegic. Oh, Stephen Hawkins? It's Stephen Hawkins. I seen that. Yo, the meme on Stephen Hawkins. They are crazy. bitten on Stephen Hawkins so bad. Like, how can somebody like this rape you? It's like, y'all don't read at all. There's not, this isn't rape. Yeah. This is kids being kidnapped and being taken to an island for sex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's not. That's not, no, that's not rape. And yes, I do think a nigga look like this would, would go to an island to buy some kitty pussy. Are we crazy? This some real predator, mm-hmm. nasty, foul shit. And they got that list, it's time to start indicting niggas. Same way, when y'all get the little list of niggas that get together, yep. sell a little coke yep. in the neighborhood, yep. y'all the indict same. every motherfucker. Use all those motherfucking tactics that y'all use to lock up black people way, to try to make us. some money in the neighborhood and Rico this nigga. Yep. And trust me, they got sales for niggas with little twisted heads. He did. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Damn, that nigga been dead for a minute. God damn, cut that out. Cut that out, babe. Cut that part out. You ain't nothing but a freak. You like a piranha around the mouth. He got a picture like this. And his motherfucking bottom teeth protrude up to his nose. He not a good looking guy. Shit, I can't offend him. He gone. Fucking. All right, let's wrap this up. I love y'all. Shout out to Smush. This is motherfucking birthday. Um, I'll see you motherfuckers in Atlanta and Chicago, man. Listen, pray for me because I'm going through some things. I really love y'all. I feel all the love. And I must say, I got some bad bitches that follow me. Y'all are gorgeous, bro. Smush, come tell them bye. It's over. Tell them, come tell them bye. Say bye, beautiful ladies. And my black brothers. Look at the camera and, my and black tell them. Brothers. And what we tell them? What you say? Tell them again. Stay black, always be black. Come on, babe. No smiling. They're going to fry you up, Smush. Duck down a little bit. All right, and they say it real serious. Stay black. Stay black. <laughs>